0: Bonjour, welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast, hosted by Taylor.
1: So today I'm pleased to be joined by Christophe from Cognac Michel Forgeron. How are you today, Christophe? I'm good, thank you. Very Uh, good. Ready to start. Glad to have you with us. Can you tell the listeners who you are and what you do?
0: Okay, so I'm Christophe Forgeron. I'm the son of Michel Forgeron, founded the company 54 years ago. Since the beginning, he did it with the uh, intention of producing and selling his own cognac one day, which he started doing finally back in uh, nineteen seventy-seven. So I took over to take care of the seller. So I'm the master blender right now at the company, and I'm also taking care of the sales and promotion and defining new products, etc., etc.
1: Can you talk a little bit about the philosophy of the Cognac Forgeron house?
0: Since my parents decided to set up their own brand, they also decided to set some higher standards than the market to define their own product. One of the most important points is to propose cognacs at a stronger grade than the usual ones you can find on the market. What do I mean with that is that normally all the cognac you can find is always at 40%, 41%, 42% sometimes for older cognacs. For us at Forgerons, in the beginning, we decided the only cognac at 40% would be the youngest one, which would be the VS. And then we start increasing the grade of alcohol for our VSOP, Napoleon, then a little bit more for uh, Ixovia Reserve. At the end, the oldest cognac we can propose, which is our Odage, is proposed at this natural aging grade so which is right now 50 percent after more than 40 years of aging so this is one of the point the second point we also decided to make uh, blends older than the average so for example as you know vsop should be a minimum of four years of aging in our case we decided it would be a minimum of 10 years of aging so right now our vsop is a blend of 10 to 15 years, XO should be a minimum of 10 years aging. And our own XO, we decided it would be a minimum of 20 years. So right now, our XO is a blend of cognacs ranging from 1989 to 1999. So which is 20 to 30 years old, and at 45% alcohol.
1: Okay, wow. So the age minimums are way higher than the standard
0: exactly i mean we have been producing cognac for more than 50 years we have quite some stock over 50 years we are always pleased to share it with our customers why should we reduce ourselves to to, to just propose a four years old vsop and a 10 years old xo if we have much more and much more interesting things to to share
1: this key point of your philosophy, which is bottling all of your cognacs except one uh, above 40%. How does it benefit from bottling uh, at higher strengths?
0: Well, to get the cognac at 40%, like any other alcohol, whether it's whiskey, vodka, gin, or or rum, you have to add some distilled water to it to lower it down to the commercial grade. So 40% for cognac. But what we favor here is the natural taste of cognac. This is a product that you will take pleasure to have for degustation, not that much for drinking. We found out the alcoholic strength is not that much of a problem if it's properly prepared. We decided to, when we do the blends and when we start the reduction, first of all, we do very slow reduction to make sure the water will get time to integrate slowly with the alcohol. And then we found out the grade is, is not aggressive, is not uh, too much spicy, it's not too much alcoholic. This is part of our philosophy.
1: Understood. Favouring
0: the, the natural aging cognac over the quantity. You know?
1: Okay. So can you explain what product we're tasting today? So uh, today we
0: are going to taste one we call the Vie Reserve. So Vie Reserve. Legally means it's more than 10 years old, but in our case, it's a blend of cognac ranging from 1979 to 1989. Let's say it's 30 to 40 years old, a little bit more. We propose it at 45% alcohol, which is to my point, a good grade to really enhance the quality of the product.
1: And how was the blend put together? How many barrels are we talking here? In
0: this blend, I use uh, six different years. It, first of all, depends on what I would like to achieve. It also depends on what I have available. It also mostly depends on the taste of each year I'm going to use. I mean, it's not like you can uh, decide, okay, if I put uh, all the 10 years together and then I get my blend. It's not really like this. It's like if you want to make a blossom and you take flowers and not all the perfumes and not all the colors mixed together will give a good result. It's to your own appreciation, to your own sensibility, to decide and to define what you think will fit best so that the addition of each of the years will give something even better at the end.
1: Because you do natural reductions, is it safe to assume that you also don't add anything to the cognac in terms of sugar or coloring or any other kind of dosage? Normally,
0: we don't need to add anything in such old products. They have had a quite long history going from uh, one barrel to another barrel. I mean, it did not stay all its life in the same barrel. Sometimes it did, but not every time. Sometimes moved also from cellar to cellar. We have two different cellars, one which is drier, one which is more humid each cellar give its own characteristic to the resulting other V.
1: What can you say about the barrels that were used over the course of these 30 <coughs> or 40 years that this vieille reserve was, was aging? Some of the years did some new
0: barrels at some point of their life. Most of them did brown barrels. So brown barrels are barrels which are, let's say, 5 to 15 years old. Some very old, yeah, some of the very oldest cognacs of this blend aged in the original barrels my dad bought back in the 70s. Wow. So they give less tan right now, but they give more uh, finesse to the final product.
1: And can you say where the barrels come from? Is it Limousin or Troncay or somewhere else?
0: Uh, It's a mix of both.
1: Limousin is uh,
0: rougher, let's say. So it might give some more color quicker and uh, some stronger taste, but it lacks a bit of uh, finesse of the product. Meanwhile, the Troncay, is reverse. It will give maybe less color in short time, but to me, the result is better in terms of smoothness. So having both of them is not a bad idea, so that for the same year, you can put a small batch in Limousin, another batch in tronset and then check after a few years, what, what the final result, what the taste. then decide how to make your blend i see you know here in this business actually nothing is one and zero i'm coming from the tech business originally so i used to work with one and zeros but here everything is in between so you always have to make a trade-off between what you have available you won't be able to repeat because the major factor here is time and is weather You, you can never bet what the final result will be. See.
1: So now if we move to a tasting note of this vieille reserve, mm-hmm. I understand that tasting notes are very personal. How would you describe the nose of this cognac?
0: The nose of this cognac, okay, and most important is in which glass you are tasting it and at which temperature you are tasting it. To my own uh, point, the best glass to taste it is the, the tulip one, the one we use here in the region all the time. The best temperature is, let's say, from 15 to 18 degrees Celsius. This is when the alcohol is less present and when you get really all the extra scents coming out. First of all, the structure, it's very oily, you know, very thick on the glass, very concentrated. And then you may have some first aromas, sometimes of citrus, but it's not really the major point. At the usual temperature, so which would be around 18, what will come first is all the buttery notes, some toasted notes like coffee, toasted coffee like cocoa, in a toasted bread, even.
1: Flavors and the textures, how would you describe those? The
0: flavor, the first drop you take you will find it very smooth very gentle and then it starts to expand in the palate and you feel it after you swallow it going down but always with smoothness actually some very small notes of fresh tobacco you know some kind of uh, heat which comes back with retro effect after you taste it and which will last actually with quite a long time very persistent You feel it on the throat all the way down, actually. It will stay on the palate. Yeah, some slightly vanilla toasted notes, mostly toasted notes. This is what describes best this, this cognac.
1: And so would you just say that one of the reasons the cognac is so persistent on the finish is because of the natural reduction, the higher strength, that oiliness?
0: Of course. Mostly it's because of the oiliness of the product, which is not affected by distilled water. So this is why... It's so persistent. And also, of course, the strengths of alcohol.
1: This, this is a wonderful product. I think a tremendous age, tremendous value for uh, what we're getting in the bottle. So thank you for talking about the product. Yeah. And, and, uh, and really, I,
0: I insist, very persistent after you drink it. For, for Cigar Amateur, I guess it should be a good match.
1: Well, I'm sure everybody's enjoying it right now. Thank you very much for your time and your thoughtful responses. Okay.
0: Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert calendar podcast. All bottles of this calendar can be found on cognacexpert.com. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.